proven to be the number one wealth builder. And I thought, let's give this a go. And here we are today. I mean, it's transformed our life. It transformed our, our portfolio. And it's really allowed us to create this amazing life that um, we're leading today. I'm still a stay-at-home mom. My oldest is going to be 17 years old. We have four kids now, age eight, 10, 14, and 17. Um, they, Annette, I have bad news for you. Uh, the older they get, the busier they get. So it does not get easier. <laughs> so not only are we able for me to afford to be able to be home with them still, my husband was also able to retire on his 40th birthday and march into the office and quit and, you know, manage our, our portfolio and, and this business, uh, real property investments that we created together for over 10 years to help more people achieve whatever goals they're trying to achieve. Welcome to Real Estate Deal Closers with Annette Talee, where we focus on the deals. Our guests are real estate closers who will share in detail the whole process from finding a deal to closing it, as well as strategies and tips to help you do the same. Here's your host, Annette Talee. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Deal Closers. I am your host, Annette Lee, and my guest today is Monica Jaisik. I hope I did not mess up your name. How are that you? That was pretty good, Annette. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I was practicing in my head. <laughs> Welcome, Monica. So I am excited to have you on the show. And let me tell you guys a little bit about Monica because it's very impressive. Monica is a real estate investor who has been involved in over a hundred million in real estate transactions. She's also extremely passionate about helping others in the space. So over the last 10 years, she has helped over a thousand people put finances at the forefront and learn to invest differently. What, it, what she is most proud of is that she has been able to stay at home, to be a stay-at-home mom for 17 years and raise four children while doing all of these amazing i only have two and sometimes i, I go crazy <laughs> so monica tell us how did you get into real estate well first of all thank you and so much for having me on your podcast i'm so excited um to be here and how i got into real estate actually was for that last um group of people you just mentioned it is for the kids you know um like you said i wanted to be a stay-at-home mom and unfortunately, that job does not pay any money yet, although it is the most important job on earth. And um, even though my husband was working and he did a great job, I really felt the financial pinch of living on one salary. It's not really an easy thing to do in North American society. It really takes two full-time salaries just to make ends meet, if you're even making ends meet. So I realized this early on when we were early on in our marriage and we just had, you know, uh, one children, child expecting two, we were new homeowners and I really took finances to the forefront because I really wanted to achieve the stay at home mom goal. And I really saw where traditional financial planning is really selling people short and how it's making it almost impossible to achieve any goals uh, financially. And it really kind of brought uh, a lot of awareness to the issues that everyday people are having in regards to finances uh, in North America. And you know what, I, I got said no more, like we have to start doing something different. This is not working. And the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results 
I tried it the traditional way. I was doing everything I was supposed to do in all these financial planning books and it wasn't working. And uh, real estate is proven to be the number one wealth builder. And I thought, let's give this a go. And here we are today. I mean, it's transformed our life. It transformed our, our portfolio. And it's really allowed us to create this amazing life that um, we're leading today. I'm still a stay-at-home mom. My oldest is going to be 17 years old. We have four kids now, age eight, eight, 10, 14, and 17. Um, they, Annette, I have bad news for you. Uh, the older they get, the busier they get. So it does not get easier. <laughs> so not only are we able for me to afford to be able to be home with them still, my husband was also able to retire on his 40th birthday and march into the office and quit and, you know, manage our, our portfolio and, and this business, uh, real property investments that we created together for over 10 years to help more people achieve whatever goals they're trying to achieve. All right. That is amazing. And yeah, every year it seems to be getting worse with the kids. I totally agree. So how, how, did, what was the first type of investment that you did when, when you started in real estate? Because it's, you know, you said you build your company for over 10 years, but how did you start? Like what type of um, investment? We started out with just buy, rent, hold. And I still do absolutely love buy, rent, hold as an active real estate strategy. Everyone out there, you all need to have buy, rent, hold in your portfolio. Even if it's just one investment property, this one property can be a huge game changer in your entire financial portfolio. It can help fund your child's college education. It can help you uh, retire and have a really great and healthy retirement. And it could also help, you know, create extra income for you and your family. And I think this is where a lot of people go wrong is they think, oh, I don't have the time to do that. You know, it really doesn't take that much time. And you don't have to have 100 properties. Having 100 properties is like having 100 kids. Yeah. So if you're not building a real estate business, you don't have to have a real estate business to invest in real, real estate. Everyday people need to invest in real estate and need to add at least one buy rent hold property to their portfolio. And if, if it seems out of reach, you don't need to buy the house next door. So I know you're in, in, the, in the Boca Raton area. I can imagine the price is a little bit higher there. People who are also in that area, or maybe you're in New York City in Manhattan or in LA, and you might be looking out the window, looking at one to $2 million average home for prices. I don't have that money. There's so many different places that people can invest. And it doesn't have to be the cheapest home. It can be the homes that you afford and that can give you the returns that you need to, to meet your goals. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Buy and hold is the strategy that I started with. And, you know, the all everything that I have bought so far, I have not sold. I've been tempted, but, you know, I think, um, they are going to be, prop they are really good properties that I, they are going to keep, um, going up in value and the rents are keep going up. So, you know, they are paying by itself at, at this point. They really are. And it's just like, we have a seminar talking about how one property can fund your retirement. If you were to buy one investment property at $375,000 and this property just goes up 5% a year, let's pretend you brought this property at 40. It goes up for 25 years. By the time you're 65 and you're ready to retire, 
which is 5% appreciation a year. And Annette, both you know, and I know that we are obviously investing in areas that appreciate a lot higher because they have strong economic fundamentals, but historical norms show five. So we're gonna do five. You'd be retiring with $1.25 million. That is where this property, you would have no mortgage on this property. And that's how simple it can be. And with you have turnkey systems and teams in place, it doesn't even have to be you collecting the rent and you finding the property and you doing all the work. It can be a relatively hassle-free investment. And I think that's what people don't understand that there is turnkey ready to go. Um, and you can hire a property manager that can collect the rent and you don't have to really worry about much. Just, you know, looking at the statements, making sure that everything is going uh, the way it should go and, and just collect the money. Real Estate Deal Closers, Special Edition. Uh, but let's talk about uh, the subject for today, which is how to start investing. Because you mentioned when we were talking earlier um, that you have to decide something before you even think about investing. So tell us a little bit, what are the steps to start investing in real estate? So investing in real estate is one of those things where a lot of people, you know, they want to do it, but they're kind of on the fence. And I think the reason is, um, and then sometimes they kind of move past, they miss this important step because they'll go from being on the fence to all of a sudden just saying, screw it. I need to do something different. I'm going to just do it. But what they're missing out on is if you don't go in knowing exactly why you're investing, you're never going to reach your investment goal. So it's, there's investing, such as just buying and selling homes. And then there's purposeful investing. Let's start investing with a purpose. And we like to teach people to do that the real way. So we got to figure out why the heck are we doing this in the first place? You know, what is my purpose? Is it going to be to fund my, my child's college education? Is it going to be able to create extra cash flow every month? Because I'm simply not making enough money. Or is it going to be to fund a long-term goal, such as retirement? So each investment strategy can be aligned to a very specific, um, you know, reason. And if you can't identify your reason, so often referred to as your why, you're not going to be very successful in moving forward in um, investing in real estate. Absolutely. I think the why is the most important thing to decide because you can always look back to why are you doing this when you're like tired, you don't want to do it anymore. And you're like, why are you doing this financial freedom, you know, a, a better retirement, uh, fund your kids college, travel around the world, you know, each person is going to have a different why. And so once people decide why they want to do this, what's the next step? Well, the next step is seeing what you can do. So a lot of people are out there and saying, well, I have no money, so I can't invest, or I don't feel like I have money. Um, so a lot of people are, you are richer than you think. So most people, you know, have access to money. They just don't know how to get it. A lot of people have money in their IRA that's being underutilized. That's an excellent place that people could learn how to self-direct their IRA. How can they steward this money uh, differently? How can you self-direct and grow it by educating yourself on different investment opportunities and being aware of what returns that you want to get rather than just handing it over to the banks? I mean, most bank products, mutual fund products is not growing our money sufficiently. I was in this boat for many, many years. I wanted to 
I did everything right. And that, I was a A plus student, man. I was, <laughs> I was like triple A plus. I was setting aside for a kid's education. I am setting aside money for our retirement. We're doing matching programs. And when I finally, like I always joke and say, I'm not a mathematician, but a negative return ain't a good thing. <laughs> so we need to have a little more control over our returns. I didn't even know that was all about me. Finance is for smart people who, who go to university and college and study this and work in the banks. They must know what they're doing. And, you know, with a little bit of self-taught education and which led to networking with some of the best minds in the business, I realized wow, everyone needs to have this knowledge. Everyone needs to take control of their investments. So the IRA is an, a really great example where people have a lot of money that they feel like that has to be invested for them, where in reality, you can access as funds. A second investment that most people have is their personal residence. And a lot of people like Robert Kiyosaki always says that people operate under the impression the old school mentality is your house as an asset when it is not your house is a liability unless it's making you money your house is a liability because it costs you money every month a lot of people have a lot of equity in their homes and if you're not using this equity obviously responsibly then you are not taking your house and using it as an asset you can take your house and convert it from a liability to an asset by borrowing to invest and a great mortgage specialist can teach you ways that you could responsibly and safely borrow to invest. So that's another example how people are richer than they think, because most people do not have thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars sitting in their savings account. Sorry, that's not the case. Most people, 80% of Americans are not even making ends meet, which is really, really sad. They're either living paycheck to paycheck which is no money left over after to invest or not even making enough money to begin with. So they have to live off debit. So guys, don't be ashamed of this fact. You are not alone in the fact that you're not making enough money. No one is making enough money except for the top 2%. So why don't you start learning how to invest like the top 2%? A part of your huge wealth education is learning how to create residual income. Learn how to increase these different streams of income. If you don't have money, don't just put your tail between your legs and walk away. Figure out why don't I have money and how can I make more money? Absolutely. What, what are options available to me? And don't think that you're going to get more money by saving. No one ever got rich saving and no one ever. And you guys can go out and get a second job and it's still not going to work. It will not work. You could work 24 hours a day. Bob Proctor, has, are you, do you know Bob Proctor? Amazing mentor of mine. He has a story about, uh, he always says, you're not poor, you're just low in cash flow right now. <laughs> and he has a story about how when he started out physically trading time to clean um, offices, and he was cleaning 20 hours a day, guess what happened in that? One day he woke up, woke up, passed out on the street. He literally worked himself to ex exhaustion. And all of a sudden a voice spoke to him and you know what it said? <laughs> clean none of them or clean all of them. And what that meant was learning how to scale. You know, I need to start getting my money working for me rather than me working for my money. If people were to learn how to make more money in real estate, and there are ways that you can, it's not easy, it's not simple, but there are ways that you can make more money by investing in real estate. And if you genuinely do not have any money to set aside for down payment, to set aside to start buying real estate, then you really need to start investing with a wealth coach to learn 
how to make more money. Absolutely. That is so important because sometimes it could also take a little bit of adjustments on your budget, you know, to, to, to take you to the next, the next level. And, you know, you, you point something very important that, the HELOC, a refinance on your home, you have all this equity on your home. And if you are going to use this money to produce more money and use it responsibly, like you said, then you can use this money to invest rather than keeping it in the home and not, you know, it's not working. Or even people that do have money in the bank, they are getting 1% return on that money they could move that to an investment and be making six percent and up in in a different uh in real estate well our average real estate investment model and i'm sure you are in the business and you have um real estate models and i know people might not achieve this as a passive investor but an active real estate and buy and hold real estate the average total return on investment and in real estate there's many different components of return on investment it's not just cash on cash return Mm-hmm. is usually between 30 and 48%. And that's your overall ROI for a five-year um, you know, investment. Now that is calculated annually. ROI is always calculated annually, but for real estate and buy and hold real estate to really get its, its uh, full superpower component, unless you're integrating a, a strategy like the BRRRR, the buy, renovate, refinance, um, sorry, right. re- buy, renovate, rent, refinance, and repeat, unless you're kind of putting a more active strategy right at the front uh, of the line there, you know, this is, this is where you, it does take usually five years to really get that, those nice, nice supersonic returns that incorporate the natural appreciation as well. Because I really honestly believe, you know, real estate really is the number one wealth builder. And you can't get those types of returns unless it's very high risk speculative investments. You know, I would love someone to come out of the woodwork and, and challenge me on where they can get consistent returns uh, that are not risky, speculative, and they're repeatable. I would love to hear it. Like I'm a wealth builder. I'm always open. I'm open to building wealth in different ways. Uh, I, I respect real estate might not be for everyone, but it is for 90% of the world's millionaires. So I, I'm going to just jump on that train. <laughs> Absolutely. And and we touch on this. There is so many different ways that people can, can do it. So let's touch on that. Like all the different, you know, strategies we have, you know, you mentioned buy and hold, you know, that's the way that you started. That's the way I started. So, so let's go through those and how, so, how can they help people? Like, you know, which strategy matches, which type of investor? I love this. I love that question. Thank you for asking that question because it's such an important question. And I hope to, I will target, make sure everyone uh, situations accounted for. So buy, rent, hold is fantastic for people who are looking to have long-term savings goals because it is, it's not a liquid investment, guys. This is a investment that you have to keep and really needs that five years, you know, to really kind of develop. Uh, because as we move through markets and real estate cycles, your real estate could very well move up and down. And we've incorporated those into our numbers in regards to the churns. I mentioned earlier, 5% is the natural appreciating number we always use. Even if the market's currently appreciating at 28%, we're still going to use 5%. And if it's at negative 5%, we're still going to use 5%. Because if you're willing to hold on to that investment and you have this investment locked in for five years, you bought it for a specific price, 
you've, you've negotiated a specific mortgage and you know that you can get a specific rent, your ROI is not going to change regardless of what's happening around you. And I think I think that's very important. Let me touch on this because on the last recession, a lot of people were buying houses with specul- speculation that the houses were going to double in price. So people would get into a mortgage that they could not pay, they could not sustain. They were getting into reverse mortgages. They were getting into interest only. So the properties could not sustain themselves. So by the time that the recession came and the price the prices of the homes went down, they couldn't pay the mortgage, they couldn't cover the mortgage with rents. So they they had to go in foreclosure and you touched something very important. You gotta buy it right. You gotta mm-hmm. buy the number with a mortgage and with a rental that will cover those expenses. Absolutely, absolutely. And you always need a recession proof your investment model. And with the tools that we have our, we do our analysis on and we help our investors have access to these tools, we are stress testing before stress testing became, became a thing. Mm-hmm. So right now mortgage rates are at a historical low, but we're, and we're locking those in and taking advantage of that, but we're still stress testing our investments at six to 7% because we don't know where it's going to be. So one important thing for buy, run, hold investors too, and we really kind of help people do this as well, is not only locate properly and see what your ROI is going to be, but have the ability to use some of these tools to see, okay, when your property, let's let's stress test this whole situation. So you buy the same property for $375,000. We're going to lock in at a 2% mortgage for five years. You're going to be getting $400 cash flow in your pocket or 500 a month. And this property is going to appreciate at 30%, you know, a year, it's going to be, you're going to make $120,000, say in five years, you can pull out of this property, but let's look at what the property is going to look like. Cause you're going to, your goal is going to be to refinance at this time. Okay. So let's stress test the same property. Let's pretend COVID-19 um, has a worse effect on the real estate market. Cause it hasn't really done that yet. Uh, and it will. Unfortunately, so everyone who is currently investing, make sure you're recession proofing these investments as well. Let's account for 20% drop. Okay, so what's this investment going to look like in five years if my value has gone down 20%? Okay, let me have a, you know, in reality, with all my mortgage pay down with these different things, I'm going to be looking at pretty much back to square one, you know, in, from an appreciation standpoint. But I still have a great home in a great area. I still have my cash flow. I'm still able to do my mortgage pay down. You know, I'm not really at a risk. But throughout the five years, you're always paying attention to what's happening because you have to know maybe you might have to sell. Maybe if things really are changing, maybe if mortgage rates start skyrocketing and we do our stress test at say six, seven percent and it's still holding, well, what if it goes back to the 80s, like 18 percent? These are things that you got to control as a real estate investor. If you have the right tools, you can kind of account for these possibilities. This is why you can't just say, I'm going to just buy a house and rent it out. And that's it. There's a lot more that goes to it that people have to take into consideration. But regardless of all the potential risk, let's look at the other risks that people are taking. Growing your money at 1% is a much higher risk than investing in real estate. You always come ahead. I've wrote a book, Real Estate Mistakes, Our Mistakes, Your Success. Talks about a million dollars we made in mistakes in real estate. And all those mistakes, we always came ahead. It's it's the most forgiving investment strategy out there, especially since there's so many opportunities to make money. You can make money when you buy, you can make money when you rent, you can make money when you hold, you can make money when you sell. And when you lose money from one of those components, quite often when you look at the overall picture and 
you know, come up with your tail between your legs, lick your wounds, you kind of see, hey, you know, that really was, I know it's kind of stressful and I could have done it better, but in reality, it wasn't that bad. You know, Absolutely. I did. I mean, I, I can tell you of a, a home that, you know, I didn't calculate the raise in in the taxes because previous years, the raises in the taxes were not substantial, but a, but this year they decided to go the, with the taxes really high. So the house, you know, stopped cash flowing because I, I was like breaking even, but it was still paying by itself, which was good. But for a couple of years, I was just barely making it with bad the appreciation came in and now the raise the, the rents went up i was able to refinance and now it's cash flowing again so it's not like a moment in time but it's like the life of your investment you have to look at so the problem with what happened to you and that's a really horrible thing that happened and, and anyone who is investing in ways that have um, really uh, low taxes. And I have to do this for our personal residents. It's pretty funny because we live in a very expensive area and we have really ridiculously low taxes, which is awesome. But I have to budget for, you know, and really stay on par with what's happening in the municipality to anticipate what if this really hikes up and how much can they really grow, grow this? Because that could really make or break an investment. The problem, and I bet this happened to you, is that other people experienced the same problem you did. And a lot of people probably panicked and sold. Yes. And when they problem. panic and sell, then the market's flooded with you know, inventory. And then what happens to your home in that case is then your home price goes down even lower. So I really love how you kept your investor hat on rather than just jumping off the ship. You know, you really kind of believed in your product. And guys, if you're investing in an area, in a high growth area where there is a demand for housing, you bought this property right, and there's still a need for rentals, you're better off negotiating internally to make your investment at least cash flow neutral. This buy rent hold real estate, your beginner questions, who's it for? It's not for people who are on to get rich on cash flow. It is not. And don't chase cash flow. There's a great book out there written by Julie Broad, and it's called More Than Just Cash Flow. You do not need just cash flow because there's cash flow and there's cash flow. There's paper cash flow, which is those great areas. Pick up a house for $30,000, rent it out for $1,000 a month. Ooh, I'm going to get all this cash flow. Meanwhile, you're in a non-appreciating area. You have derelict tenants who are never going to pay you anyways. So in reality, you've put a lot of money because $30,000 is still a lot of money. And you parted with this money, your time, and now you have a property that not only is not going up in value, but you can't tenant it anyways. And you're still paying the taxes, the insurance, and all the bills because no one's living in there. Absolutely. So that's zero cash flow. That's negative. That's, that's bad. So really, we actually had an amazing seminar on this on human emotions and investing. And this explains the history of human emotions and the implications it could have on investments. Like the stock market is totally manipulated by human emotions. In real estate, yeah. rather than you got to go in with your investor hat on, and if you know what you could afford and you can plan for these possibilities and recession your proof, your investment in advance, ask yourself, what am I worried about? What am I so scared about? Make it a real issue. Like drag your skeletons out and seat them at the table around you and have a board meeting with them. Be like, hey, fear, what are you scared of? You're scared of increased mortgage rates. Well, let's have a look at it. What would mortgage rates have to go to? in order to be like, whatever. And what can I do? This is called controlling your investments and learning about your investments. 
So I love Byron Hold for that. I love it for people who have those long-term savings costs. Uh, If you are a person who is retiring and you're 35 years old or older and you really have limited funds in your um, retirement uh, fund, I would really suggest adding at least one buy, rent, hold to your portfolio. If you're a parent who wants to help your kid with college um, and your kids are, you'd be perfect for this, Annette, is you could strategically refinance those properties when it comes time for them to go to college. And you could use those monies as, as their piggy bank to fund their college education as well as gift them the home after and or refinance even five years later and give them some money for a down payment for their own home. Absolutely. And that's the the exact reason why we bought these properties. Our first duplex was for my, I I looked at the college uh, education plan and I thought it was way too expensive and the, the returns were not that big and it was just so much money. And I said, like, I, I rather buy a property. And then at the time that she goes to college, either the rent will pay for college or I can refinance or I can even sell if I have to. Uh, but that was and then when my, my second child was born, then we bought a second duplex for him. So it's exactly how uh, we planned this. I love that. And that's what, that's your why. That's where it starts. The why, then the what, what can I do? Okay. Where, what area, what strategy, and this work for you, you know, and this is what people, this is all people have to do. Having one or two properties does not make you any less of a real estate investor. My pet peeve is when people say, how many properties do you have? How many properties do you have? How many, you know what? This isn't about me. This is about you. This is about, you know, who cares? I have owned a real estate investment corporation. I've done this for over 10 years. I do this for a living. You don't have to be me to build up. You could be you and figure out what's best for you and what you're doing. This. I would rather the focus be on our members rather than be the All About Monica show. Like, it doesn't matter. It's, it really matters how the information we provide can help you. So that's really great for the long term. But some people really are okay. Maybe they have a pension. Uh, with the long term, maybe you're older, maybe you did really well with your 401k, maybe we have some stock gurus here who are actively, I don't know anything about the stock market, to tell you the truth, I think it's way too risky, but there's people, you could build while selling pencils, just to let you know, like, <laughs> there's a million different strategies you could use, so a lot of people are great if they're day trading or they're, you know, having the time and energy, the people who are using traditional investments that we're talking to are the people who have set it and forget it, and they're not monitoring it, that's the message that we're going. So if you're someone who is okay for the long-term items and the cost, you have your legacy, you have your, you know, you're fine, you already have education funds for your kids, maybe your work covers all this stuff. How are you faring out in your day-to-day costs? And think about you. It's not about financial freedom, freedom 55, leaving your job. COVID-19 people, how many people lost their jobs? What happens when your job leaves you? The true indicator of wealth is how much money are you bringing in if you stop working today? And this is not about you just being a full-time real estate investor. Like, no, it's not the full-time real estate investor show. This is wealth building in real estate. This is what we're kind of honing in on. So how would you guys feel if you were able to go to work every single day as a doctor, a dentist, a dental assistant, a janitor, a teacher, um, a bus driver, an engineer, so many great jobs we need you guys to work. We cannot all be real estate investors or entrepreneurs. We need scientists finding cures and people working in our society. But how would you like to go to work every day to your full-time gig with passion? Because you want to be there. You want to be there and you know you don't have to be. 
is that free? And is that not freedom on its own? Absolutely. You built that wealth in the back end. You have other streams of residual income coming in. And your money, your your attitude is going to be different because you're doing it because you want to, not because you have to. And then what if you don't want to? What if you're a teacher's aide or your teacher and you really decide, you know what? I've given 15 years to teaching kids and it was really great for them. But now I just want to be a tour guide. Like, I just don't want to do this anymore. I want to go into a new career and it's going to require some time for courses. I'm going to slowly wean out of this. I'm going to start something new. I have a lot of life left in me. A lot of people, especially with the millennials, no one sticks with their same job. People are changing careers and changing jobs all the time. And that can be really costly to do because you have to work your way up. You have to get your seniority. You have to get all this stuff. But once you have your money and you're controlling your money and you know how to make money, you can do anything you want. You can create whatever life it is that you want to create. And sometimes positions don't even exist. I mean, do you know that I created my position? This, <laughs> there's no real estate investment specialist and wealth builder out there. I had to, that's just what I do. And then we create the special, this, this position for myself in life. No one goes to school to be a real estate investment specialist and wealth builder. Sometimes in life, you just create your own position from your own passions and your own experiences and you fall into it and you have that passion that, that gives you that energy to help others and live your best life, but also help other people. Absolutely. And I think real estate gives you that, you know, that option to, to, you know, not only, um, build wealth, but also to do what you want to do. So, so let, let's get back to the, um, to the strategy. So we talked about buy and hold. How about, um, you know, the birth strategy or flipping or, you know, how does that help um, people that want to invest? Well, how would you like to make an extra hundred thousand dollars a year? I would love to. <laughs> Great thing to have. I always pick the number. Why not? Six figures, hundred. So we have an amazing uh, webinar that we go through really shows people ways that they can do this. Flipping homes is a great way that people can have this active income. This is a way that people are really going to, and we don't flip homes for less than $25,000. And we don't recommend more than a 12 week period. I think everyone should join the first time flippers Facebook group run by Kathy and Deborah. It's amazing. It's a great resource if you wanna learn about flipping. Uh, they have thousands of people on, on Facebook across the U.S., across Canada, across the world talk, sharing their flipping stories. And flipping, if you know how to do it right, you can do it in the right time frame, you know how to monitor the budget, you have the right area, this could be something that could be bringing in an extra $25,000 a quarter. That's $100,000 in that if you know how to do it systematically and strategically, flipping homes does not need to be hard. And it doesn't have to be you with the hammer in your hand. You can either do it through through managing your team, or you could even go in as a joint venture partner or a passive investor and have someone else do all the work for you and you're still getting that income. So that's another way that people could really, really start building, um, you know, wealth actively. That is for people because you don't keep the property, so you don't get the appreciation, you don't get whatever. But from the strategy, you could start creating an extra income for you and your family. Same with wholesaling. If you need, if you learn how to uh, find great deals. And we can show you how to find great deals. Why aren't you just finding them for other people and selling them for a fee? And people could do this with no money. And there's a lot of wholesaling courses out there and it's 
crazy and I've taken a lot of them and, and I've did a lot of wholesaling. I wholesaled my way out of a million dollars of debt. So awesome. there's wholesaling and then there's wholesaling and wholesaling is a lot beyond yellow letters, bandit signs, and we buy cash for homes. <laughs> there's, it's really about identifying strategies and having the ability to um, locate great deals. And with a coach, if you figure out what this investment model looks like and you're laser focused, you know, you know, everything happening in the, in the area, those deals tend to jump out at you really, really fast and can be relatively easy to find. So, and that is another way people can make, you know, um, 2,000, 5,000, 10,000. One of our youngest students, 18 years old, he works at a local restaurant. Um, you've decided not to do any post-secondary education after you just wanted to start doing wholesaling and he liked waiting tables because it's flexible. He just made his first $10,000 wholesaling a property. Anyone could do it. It's, it's a very, very easy strategy as long as you know how to make more deals. You can carry on with your regular date nine to five job until you build up this. And this could be used for the down payment for the buy rent hold, or it could be used also just to replace your income and start living off this income or even giving to opportunities, passive opportunities like you have where you do all the hard work with your brilliant models and they don't do anything. They can just sit back and continue just knowing they're making money while they're sleeping. We're sorry for saying this, Annette, but well, you're out working and growing their money for them. You're the active partner. Absolutely. I was actually going to tell you, so how about the passive investing? Because I think a lot of people, one of their excuses of why not investing is because I don't want to deal with tenants. I don't want to deal with toilets. I don't want to deal with the stress of investing. Uh, but there is an option for them, uh, you know, to be a passive investor and there is different avenues as well. So let's talk about that. Let's, I love passive investing. That is my number one strategy of choice this day as I'm growing real property investments community in our business. That's where my energies are going. And yeah, I'll do active investments from time to time when they come up because it's super easy, but I don't have to. Um, I built my wealth in that way and I have my goals. I don't accumulate for the sake of accumulating. I'm not a wealth hoarder. I am able to take a, a grape rather than the entire watermelon, meaning I work with experts like you who are very hardworking, by the way, because when you really get into these larger real estate opportunities and these larger models like multifamily homes, apartment syndications, self-storage facilities, trailer parks, land development, condominium development, okay, I'm getting exhausted even talking about all this stuff. <laughs> you got to really learn, you know, that's all these people are doing. That's all these people are doing. They are developers and they are focused on these larger opportunities and it takes a lot of work. So I love writing checks and handing them over to people like you, Annette, your checks in the mail yes, <laughs> and one. having you grow the money for me. But guys, real estate 101 knowledge, do not just hand your money over to just anyone. This is your hard earned money. You need to learn how to vet these investment opportunities. That's a lot of things we do as well is we teach people how to vet good deals. What do good deals look like? I spend a lot of my time vetting deals. I grow my money in them. I share where I grow. And a lot of people choose to come aboard. I've done that hard work sort of for them. But there's a lot of opportunities I don't know about. And I wanna show people, how could, is this a good deal or a bad deal? And with just a few simple questions and an understanding of how real estate and investments work, this is not above your head. You guys could understand and be able to look out for key indicators of a good deal, as well as key indicators for possible 
radios. Absolutely. And so, so there is, you know, we discussed, there is so many ways to get to that, you know, goal that you have through real estate, you know, wholesaling, buy and hold, diverse strategy, investing passively in different types of assets. So tell me a little bit about your company, RP Investments, and how they help people that want to invest. So real property investments, we like to say, helps real people build real wealth through real estate and alternative investments. So we acknowledge why these people are not investing. And usually it's time or it's money or it's knowledge. And a lot of the times people, everyone knows 90% of the world's millionaires invest in real estate. So why isn't everyone doing it? Why is only 6% of our population doing it? Because they're confused and they're too scared to move over. And a confused mind does not act. Now, as a wealth builder, my goal, I want to get right in there. Like, you know how Susie Orman's been huge in the financial advice. I want to be the next Susie Orman, but I want to encourage you guys to all invest different. And Real Property Investments provides you with education tools, with learning videos, with courses, with live events that really educate on the very best ways that you guys can build wealth. We have teams all across the globe. And we work with the absolute number one investors who have the best investment opportunities available for people, as well as teams to educate people in all these areas, real estate agents, mortgage specialists, property managers, paralegals, lawyers, accountants. I mean, the list goes on and on. And because people want to, how would you like to get started and not have to do any of that work? We take all that guesswork out of investing so people can stop guessing I think too many people have that hope and prayer strategy and they can actually start investing. So if people don't know where to invest, we could show people high growth areas that they might want to consider. We don't tell them, go here. We say, these are the areas we identified. And if they're interested in learning more, we actually have live human beings that are located in these areas that are willing to show them these opportunities and show them how they can get started. Finance people to show them what they qualify for. Real estate people to open the door. Let them see, smell, touch, taste the property. See, is this really for me to begin with? But also to educate yourself on the returns and understand how real estate investing really works because it should be simple. If it's a complicated investment strategy, you probably don't wanna do it. This is no smokes and mirrors, none of this Forex, Bitcoin, crypto, none of this. <laughs> to me, I hear those words and I'm okay. Stocks, I hear uh, uh, risky, you know, I just, I don't understand it too volatile, but I hear crypto, Bitcoin, Forex, and I puts me into some science fiction movie. I feel like I'm some <laughs> avatar or something, finding my way around. It's too confusing for me. Maybe I'm just too simple. Maybe I've just mastered the basic building blocks of real estate and it's worked so well for me. I don't have to focus on these other strategies. I'm just too busy focusing on real estate. Absolutely. And I think to get somewhere, you need to really focus on, on one thing. Like you, you cannot be good at every, everything. Um, so, you know, this is, you know, really great because your company is kind of holding your hand and helping you go through the process with experts and, and helping People go from not investing to educating, analyzing, and then investing in a deal so that they can go from non-investors to investing in good deals. That is amazing. 
That was very well put. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, you know, we do want to hold their hand. We want to provide a supportive community where people can learn in an affordable community. Our membership starts as low as $25 a month for the DIYers who really kind of just so they at least get the real information. They can come onto our online site and have access to hundreds of videos and tutorials, hundreds of learning tools and different, different sort of um, downloads that our sponsors and experts have donated to the website. Someone's interested in learning how to self-direct their IRA. We have the best lawyers and the best accountants out there who donated information, booklets on it, and ways that people can, can get started. But hopefully in, in an ideal world, what we hope for is once they get the information and they kind of are ready to move forward, they have an, a real live person to, to talk to and for not an affordable fee once again. So you can spend your money on investing, not expensive coaching but you have someone to really give you that guidance, give you a real assessment. And then you can get in a community where you're accountable, you're setting goals for yourself, you're working with the experts. And that's what we really wanna help people do, a safe, affordable community that we can really help people you know, build wealth today. Because the, the second you join Real Property Investments, you are guaranteed to build wealth, not the guarantee as in the investments, because we never say the G word, but guarantee in the aspect that your wealth building starts here. It's with your mind and you will find something that resonates with you on the site. That is like, that's me and I'm ready to go on my journey. I'm not going to do this someone else's way. I'm going to start building wealth my way. And that's Excellent. all we really focus on. Excellent. Thank you so much for being here today. So for people that want to look you up, where can they find you online? I'm all over online people. I'm very Googleable. <laughs> we are on Facebook and Real Property Investments. We're on Instagram. We are on LinkedIn. Uh, but check out our website at realproperty-investments.com. I'm sure you'll have the tag there. And when you get to the site, you'll see we actually do have a free 30-day trial membership offer for our online membership because we're so excited. We want people to really check it out and fall in love with what our offer is. And we let us get to know you and help you build wealth today. Cause that's what we're, we're here for. Excellent. So people don't forget to go to her website and check it out 30 days free. That's amazing. Thank you for that. And if you are enjoying this uh, episode, please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share with your friends. Thank you, everybody. This was Real Estate Deal Closers with Annette Tali, brought to you by Tali Investments. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Our goal is to provide amazing value on your real estate journey. Connect online at www.taleeinvestments.com where you can find this episode and more. Did you like this episode? Subscribe, like, and share.